Hey, bitch. Hey, bestie. What's tea? Welcome or welcome back to the podcast show that you never thought you needed. And we back with another motherfucking episode. Don't run from me, friend. So we on season number motherfucking two. And welcome to season two, y'all. I know it's been a while and, you know, it's just been taking some time before I was ready to open up with season two, you know, to get the ball rolling and stuff like that. But we here and what about it? No, seriously. Um, Yeah, I'm just so glad to be back. This is pretty much season two is going to be like an open book diary for me. You know, this is going to be a season where I'm giving story times. I'm giving lessons, life lessons that is. I'm talking about lifestyle changes such as foods, exercising, Things like that. Things that I've discovered and, you know, that I've been taking the time to come into um, realization. And things has really been working for me through this past year and over this year. Um, you know, um, season one was pretty much like the stepping into it type of thing. Really getting fresh, getting warmed up to the podcasting um, atmosphere. But... Now, season two, we get into the nitty gritty. We getting into it. Like, we get really, we really talking about it. Like, but yeah, so we are back. And, you know, it's going to take me a little bit to really just get back in the groove of um, recording these episodes for you guys. Um, But, you know, I'm definitely down for the task at hand. And I truly feel like this is going to be fun. So, to all the listeners who are new to the podcast, welcome. Hey, friend. Hey, bestie. (laughs) And for other ones who are returning to the podcast, you already know the motherfucking scene. Hey, bitch. (laughs) But no, let's, let's really talk about it. So... You know, I just did a little welcoming, the little opener and things like that. But I'm going to dive in and really talk about something that, you know, I've discovered. I know the little dramatic pause, but no, for real, like something that I really discovered and I really want to talk about it. Um, so... Let's get into it. So for the over the past year or two years, um I've started my spiritual journey, as some of you may already know or some of you may not know. But yeah, I started my spiritual journey and I got into um finding myself and you know, healing past traumas and mindsets and ideas and things like that. It's just been a a new perspective on life, to say the least. And for me, 
it's been it's been exciting. But also, you know, um opening up old wounds and things like that is really what's the eye opener. Like if we must talk about it, like let's talk about it. Um the old wounds of like past things. Like the my main thing is let's just let me just cut to the chase. I've been looking for love and not in like the little corny type of way that people might say. I've just been looking for um like mindedness, you know, and finding that in another person is definitely have been a challenge. But I say a challenge only because the challenge has been looking in the mirror more so. And looking into that mirror, I've just been noticing that I have a lot of triggers and a lot of things that I definitely need to look at and reconsider. And that's where the journey has truly began. But, um, so, as I was saying, over the past year, so, opening up those old wounds, there was this guy I'm going to talk about it. There was this guy that I've spoke about before to several people, which is my friends, really close friends and, well, friends. And, you know, this past person um, really has been the catalyst for my spiritual journey, I would say. And not trying to say anything about or to even be cocky or some or to try to over um praise them and say, well, you know, they they are the reason why I'm a different person. No. Because it was down, bound to happen and it's a part of the cards anyway. It's all with purpose. But they have been definitely a catalyst to me seeing the triggers and the mirrors and the things like that that I needed to see. Um so with them, you know, he He's been somebody that I knew ever since high school. And knowing him since high school has really, really been type of a weird journey. Because after high school, graduating high school, I graduated high school in 2010. So graduating high school and moving forward in life and, you know, exploring different avenues and different experiences and people and places and things like that, you know, um, you lose touch with those people from high school and any thoughts of high school sometimes. And if you don't really have people that you are like super duper close with from high school, then those people fade away out of your life and you just, they just become like, oh yeah, that's somebody I went to school with, um, type of thing. And you know, that's what I thought that that had became, you know, like having a crush from literally and y'all may think I'm crazy, but having a crush on him from the fifth grade all the way through 12th grade. Yeah. Yeah, it was that many years. OK, um, but we were young, you know, having a crush on him and. You know, never really being able to speak the truth. 
is really what I noticed is the problem. You know, if anybody who is a part of the LGBTQIA plus community knows that um, the traditional love that society has bombarded us with and shoved down our throats is definitely not traditional for us in the community. Um, speaking, speaking my truth, knowing that I've envisioned having that, that, that relationship idea that society has placed, you know, it's, it's been hard and, you know, dealing with someone who I believe is, um, who is definitely bounded, who I believe was bounded in those um, type of ideals, um, made the made the challenge so much harder, you know? Um, but going back to not being speaking my truth all throughout those years, you know, going to school and, you know, and being around them and seeing them interact with the people and interact with you in certain moments and things like that, and, you know, you just you just chalk it up to after walking across that stage, it's like, you know what? Okay, fuck it. Like, I'm probably never gonna see them again. We're gonna move on with life. It's whatever, it's whatever. You know, it was just a crush that unfortunately you didn't get to um indulge in, to say the least. And that's what I had chalked it up to be. So, you know, I moved on with my life from that. And um, I, like I said, I've experienced so many different people and different things. And, you know, I was moving on with life and I was living, um, a, a life, you know, that was cool. Like, you know, I thought it was cool. Um, and then it's like, you know, I, I get into spirituality, um, in 2020 at the break of 2020, like in the beginning, and, you know, I moved with my best friend and we were living together and we both started spirituality and our spiritual journeys and, you know, just taking different perspectives and outlooks on life. And, you know, it just became crazy. <laughs> um, it was, it was an emotional roller coaster, to say the least. Um, you know, just starting to really see the triggers and the traumas that have been embedded in you and things like that. And, you know, we're going to dive deeper into those in more episodes. But in this one, I'm just going to focus on the love one, like a piece of the love one, because, you know, it's such a broad topic. But yeah, a piece of the love one, you know, um, you know, and going back and opening up those old wounds, such as something small like that, where people think, oh, well, that's small, you know. But I genuinely liked this person wholeheartedly, like for who they were. It wasn't about physical aspects. It wasn't about sexual things because none of those things even matter. Nonetheless, none of it even happened. Like I've never had sex with them. I've never been sexual, sexual with them or physical with them in any type of way. But it was deeper than that. I mean, I really genuinely liked them for who they were and who that personality. And, you know, um, with that being said, you know, 
realizing that, like I said before, I was going to be done with it after walking across that stage. It was the end of the story for me. But it actually wasn't the end of the story for me. It was more than that. Um, because, you know, moving from that and, you know, I applied to community college and, you know, I was like, you know, I'm not even going to go off to university. You know, that's too much money, even though I got accepted and things like that. You know, life just started to throw these curveballs because you're no longer uh, a child, to say the least. I mean, you're entering into adulthood for Pete's sakes and, you know, you're 18, you're it's fresh world things. It's like, oh, shit, what the fuck am I signing up for? But. You know, so I decided to go to community college, the community college route. And, you know, I was just like, you know, fuck it. Like, I'm going to get these Pell Grants. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to try to go through that way. Then I'll transfer to a university. So all this and all that. But, um, you know, and going to the university, I mean, going to the um community college, my mistake. Um, you know, there was even more people, different people of different backgrounds, upbringings and different cultures and ethnicities and just all walks of people from different places. You know, where I grew up, it was more country and rural, but going to community college wasn't much different, but it was more city-like. And, you know, people were coming from bigger cities than what I was originally from, all coming to this one place and, you know, and where conversing and we're having these conversations and we're taking courses and classes and things like that. You know, I was like excited to actually be able to experience a new outlook on life to say the least. I was like, oh shit, like this is really about to be my blow up. Like, cause I was never popular in high school and you know, which it's, it's very rare for People from small communities or small towns, when you are the minorities in that town and being a double minority for sure, being black and a part of the LGBT community also makes, you know, you just like a double whammy in this bitch. So, you know, that's where I was with it. And I just thought like, oh, this is going to be different. This is going to be new and fresh. Like, um... But yeah, so starting doing that and doing that, you know, and then he comes to the community college as well. Like I thought the story ended when we walked across that motherfucking stage. Like I was like chapter closed, story ended, you know, on to new perspective, new freshness, let's get it type of vibe. And no, he's at the fucking community college. He's going there. He's minding his business. He's taking classes. I'm not even directing anything towards him. I'm not saying anything against him doing that because a lot of people did that um, from my um, high school and things like that. But, you know, I didn't I didn't think that the story would continue but just because this community college was in a different town. And I wasn't thinking like, oh, okay, that's a place where, like, it was not, it never crossed my mind. So the fact that he was there too, and I had to see him there too, was also like, damn, like, I thought this was over because like, I had an intense crush. Like, it was 
in depth. Like I really, really, really like was fascinated by him, his personality, the person he was, all this and all that. And, you know, just putting it into words now, like these are all the things that's in my head, bitch. Like, you know, I've talked about things like, but like we getting into the tea. But anyway, so he's going to the community college, this, that, and the third, and all this and all that. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave it like that. It's going to be, it's going to be what it was. I'm, you know, no shade, no tea, like whatever, whatever. I'm going to leave him alone. I'm going to just mind my motherfucking business. And I'm going to do me because, you know, even though I was always so scared to open up about my feelings throughout those years, um, pivotal years, never nonetheless, but I was always so ashamed and so scared and so fearful to um, actually speak my truth to him during those times because I was just, I don't know, I was fear of rejection and all that thing. So, you know, I was just like, you know, mm, you know, and still at that moment, it was like, no, even though we're grown, I felt like I was definitely grown for sure. Um, I was like, nah, I'm still going to let it slide. I'm going to let it ride, you know, let him do him. I'm, you know, these are new people, with new perspectives. I'm going to try to do me. And, you know, I'm going to try to meet new people. I'm going to try to indulge in new factors. Maybe there's more open people here. There's more chances of, you know, just exploring life and experiencing. So, you know, I left it like it was. I didn't say anything to him um, about it even then. Like, the times I did see him or speak to him was very minimal there. And, you know, it was what it was. So, you know... Time goes on, you know, I graduate from there, I get a job, you know, I'm more into the working type field. I didn't even transfer, like I said, I was going to do right away. I just, I was just experiencing, you know, I was letting, I was just, I was just on a boat, bitch, and we was just coasting through the fucking ocean, you know, letting the waves take me where the fuck they take me. And, you know, I was just, I was having fun. (laughs) I was having fun. But, you know, I was working and I was meeting new people from work and enjoying different conversations and things like that. Like, you know, I was, I was chilling. Like, it was good. uh, Like, you know, and even met some prospects along the way that I thought were prospects at the time. But, you know, stay tuned, bitch. Got more conversations. But, you know, um... Of course, they didn't work out. And, you know, <laughs> I was just going on with life the way I thought life was supposed to go for me. And, you know, I was not thinking about him at all. At all. Like, you know, it would be a thought that would cross my mind or something or a song would come on and play that would remind me of something like this, uh, like that from like past things. And, you know... I was just like, okay, yeah, I remember him, yada, 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 it's whatever, whatever, you know, and we were friends on Facebook for a minute, like, since high school, for a minute until, like, this moment, bitch, yeah, let's talk about it, you know, let's, let's talk about that real quick, you know, I didn't got excited, okay, let's talk about that, 
So there was this moment where, you know, we all have these nephews and nieces and, you know, little children that play on your phone and things like that. And, you know, just so happened my nephew was playing with my phone and it happened to send a bunch of random ass letters on Facebook in a message to him on Messenger and things like that. And, you know, well, it was in a Facebook message, but, you know, it wasn't even purposeful. To say the least. I mean, because it was jumbled letters. And, you know, it was whatever. It was whatever. Like, you know, I don't really care. It wasn't really much to it. I was just like, I was like, he's probably not going to respond. But, you know, low-key, your side-eye and the message and side-eye in the chat. Like, okay, what time he going to message back? But, <laughs> but yeah, you just like, when he going to message back? Or is he going to message back? Or is he going to say something? You know, just getting that reply back was like, but, you know, I won't even like that because when I tell you, bitch, that was like a whole different ass person on this fucking message. When I tell you when the message fucking pops up a reply, it's like, don't fucking message me. What? What? What are you talking about? And I'm like, okay, like what? What the fuck? Like, yeah, but he's literally sending that message like with some oomph in it, like with some motherfucking sauce on it. Like, don't fucking message me. What? So you know Peter Pop walking this bitch. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, you fucking heard me. Don't message me or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck ever? So I block his motherfucking ass. Because at that point, bitch, yeah, I was fucking frustrated, mad, angry, and pissed the fuck off. Because, for one, that was beyond his character from what I thought. Okay? Let's talk about it. But from what I thought. That was behind, like, I didn't even think that he had that within him. Like, I've never seen that side of him ever in school, mind you, ever at the motherfucking community college. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what type of, what type of, mm, do you got going on? Like, who then, who then, who then sucked your fucking dick at this point? Who then got you, um, who got you feeling like a fucking, um, superhero type shit like i'm like what the fuck so yeah i blocked his motherfucking ass and i was like yeah you know that's some that's some stupid shit like why the fuck would you even come at somebody like that when you clearly see it was like a mistake message you know it's whatever that is move on move on you could have just ignored it like i thought you was going to do and going on about your business but you went out your way to say that like come on my nigga but you know, I move on and time passed and, you know, it's all this and all that. You know, I just wasn't thinking about him because that was, like, rude as fuck. Like, but anyway, so moving on, um, all this and all that, like I said, uh, new prospects and, you know, liking new people and all that and all that. I was, like, on, like, movement one with, like, I was, like, okay, bitch, like, fuck that nigga. I'm on to new shit. But 
then I'm going to fast forward because, you know, I'm moving on with life, whatever, whatever. You know, we out, me and my best friend, um, you know, y'all my besties too, but you know, my, my real ace boom coon, we out riding and I mean, we, we cruising the street, you know, music blasting, rapping, you know, Nicki Minaj type shit, whatever, you know, just having fun. And we see this nigga, he out working. Or whatever the case may be. And, you know, it's whatever. Like, I left that shit for what the fuck it was. You know, I wasn't thinking about nothing. And I went on about my motherfucking business. So, this nigga, um, we see he worked, uh, he worked for the city type thing. And, you know, I just wasn't thinking nothing about it. So, I just move on about my business. It's whatever, whatever. And we just talk shit, you know. <laughs> the kiki. But, um... Yeah, so then I fast forwarding a year from there or a year or two from there. It's like, okay, this I ain't thinking about him. I'm literally living life. We going to bars. We going to clubs. Like, we out here meeting different people. We on dating sites. That's a whole nother topic for another show. Stay tuned for that, bitch, too. But we on dating sites. We, you know, we living. We young, wild, and free out this bitch. So, you know... Um, and then speaking of, it's like, boom, I see this nigga on a fucking dating site. Okay. Like, I see this nigga on a fucking dating site too. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck ever. You know, I ain't thinking nothing about it. Um, I see the profile picture. I'm like, what the fuck ever. Yada, yada, yada. And... You know, as you, you know, when you swiping through or whatever the case may be, the little things, you just swipe, swipe, swipe. It won't even have nothing to do with that. But just so happened his thing had came up and his profile came up. So, yeah, a bitch like me, gonna be fucking nosy. Um, If it pops up, I'm gonna look. So... I look at his profile, whatever the case may be. And I go on about my business. But on this particular app, you can see who viewed your profile. And, you know, this is years in between. Like, ain't no way that no motherfucker is still on that bullshit. Like, ain't no way that people are still on the same shit from years in between. Like, we, 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 like, we real, real grown-ups right now. Like, this ain't no, this ain't no playground type shit. We real, real grown-ups. This ain't no fresh off of the stage. This ain't no fresh into college type shit. We are grown at this point. And so whatever, you know, I click on the profile, whatever. I look at it just to be nosy because that's a nosy bitch. Yeah, I admit my flaws from then. Um, And I move on. I didn't message him. I didn't say nothing to him. I didn't like his picture. I didn't do anything on that profile. I went on about my business. But mind you, that's a, that's a tip, bestie. That's a fucking tip. Don't even check them nigga pages. Because them niggas think you really checking for them. The niggas really get big hats when you go on to, to their page and to their profile. Like, don't even do that. So, but anyway... He checked his fucking profile and shit, and I guess he was online or whatever the case may be, 
I get a fucking message, bitch. I'm getting out the shower, getting ready to go to fucking work. This is morning time. This is a.m. This is for the sun is even fucking up. This nigga sends a message talking about, hey, don't look at my profile. What the fuck? You back with this shit again. Knock, knock. It's this dumb, dumb, dumb doorbell nigga again. Like, no shade, no tea. But I'm like, it's, what the fuck? You on that same shit that you were on from years ago? Like, come on. Are you serious? And he's like, saying, like, don't look at me, don't view my profile. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you heard what the fuck I said, quote, unquote. You heard what the fuck I said. That's what it was written in the message. You heard what the fuck I said. And I'm like, I send back, get the fuck out of here. And, you know, and then I blocked his ass again. A smooth block too. This on block number two. Because I'm like, you can't be seriously still on that same energy. Like, we grown-ups. Like, when are you going to learn to ignore shit that you uh, that you don't want to feed into? Like, why are you... Why are you feeding into something like that? Or you're you're making that proactive choice to be negative. Or you're taking that active choice to insert aggression or be rude. So I'm like, no, I block him again. So that's block number two. And I'm like going about my business, you know, whatever, whatever. And, you know, I just, I'm like, this, he's doing the same shit. Like, what the fuck? And, you know... This is all before my spiritual journey now. This is all before me even starting spiritual things. So, you know, I'm just, I'm real in my ego type shit. I'm like, fuck this nigga. Fuck his stupid ass. This nigga on some dumb shit. Like, what the fuck did I ever do to him? I've done literally nothing to him. I've never badmouthed him to anybody. I never said anything about him to anybody. I never even told people, like, the intensity of the crush or the like that I had on him. I never did anything like that. So, like, I don't even know. I, I don't even know where the animosity came from, where the aggression came from, whatever this is, this new character, this new unlocked character that he has came from or he had came from. So, I'm like, what the fuck? So, you know, I go on about my motherfucking business and, um... Yeah, so fast forwarding a year or two ahead, um, this, this fast forward year or two ahead, um, this is when I'm moving with my best friend, we live in all this, and this is when we start our spiritual journey, 2020, so that was probably 2018 type shit when that happened with the, um, dating site, or the dating app or whatever you want to call it. So, you know, I'm just, you know, minding my business. And, um, yeah. So, I'm minding my business. And we, I'm doing my spiritual journey and things like this. And, you know, and like I said, opening up those old wounds like I was speaking about from the beginning. It's just so much to the story that I am even forgetting I'm not forgetting parts, but it's like I'm intentionally cutting off parts because I feel like it will go on forever. But 
trust me, I'll come back with another part. If this one is like, if I feel like this one is not enough, I will come back with the backstories, you know, this, that, and third. But anyway, nevertheless, follow on Instagram. If you, and you can hit me up in my DM on Instagram. Girls is a gay's best friend. G-A-A-A. G-A-A-G-B-F-21 on Instagram. Follow that. Um, and, you know, you can DM me if you have, like, questions about the stories and backstories. So I can, because I can't do it all right now. But anyway, so I started my spiritual journey in 2020. Beginning of 2020. And, you know, it's it's cool or whatever. You know, I'm really opening up. And, you know, the beginning of the spiritual journey is after tower moments and you know, if you don't know what a tower moment is, like, it's when, it's a real pivotal moment in your life. It's like when things just seem to be going to shit and, but it's all for the good. That's, that's what it all ends up being for your highest purpose, your highest good. But, you know, you just feel like everything's fucking going to shambles. It's like catastrophic and it's like so intense. So, um, you think of the tower, think of like a tower crumbling and bitch, you got to get the fuck out before it fucking crumbles with you in it. So, yeah, um, that's what it pretty much feels like in your life. Like, you don't know what the fuck is going on, but you know, you go up those roller coasters, you come back down and you know, it is what it is, but, and then it just opens up the wound of, Thinking about your past or your past lovers and and past people that you didn't even speak things to or that you didn't. And, you know, that was just really triggering to me because that opened up a part of me where it was so intense emotion because I'd never spoke the truth to him. Like with any other partner or any other person that I ever talked to or ever encountered or ever connected with. I was vocal with them. Like, I told them what it was I was looking for, what it was I wasn't, you know, what I was interested in, what I wasn't, um, whether I was into them or whether I wasn't. Things like that, I made it known. Like, it wasn't like, oh my God, no, I'm scared. And, you know, I've never spoke to people. No, I had no problems ever doing it with anyone um, but him. But I, I chalked it up because I was immature and I was young and, you know, I didn't have the words to say at that point. And, you know, I wasn't learning or I haven't, I didn't, um, I didn't heal enough to know what it was. But, um, that wasn't the case. But anyway, so when it got to me, um, telling Everybody who what it was or what it was. You know, I had other crushes in high school. Like, it wasn't just him. It wasn't just like, oh. But he was the main one. Like, he was the one that was so intense. Like, I don't know why it was so intense, but it was just so intense. Like, I, the energy behind it was so intense, you know. And, um, I had other crushes in high school. That was no problem. Like, yeah. And even all the other crushes in high school, you know, I didn't tell them either. Because, like I said, the dynamic of high school was very crazy because there was no openly out people in high school, but a handful. And those handful were pretty much friends with each other, so it wasn't like anything. And, you know, if anything about the um, the gay community, you know that sometimes you tend to go after people who are just not, who are not 
there. They can either be DL, they can either be straight, they can either be whatever, whatever the case may be, and questioning or bicurious or whatever. And you just don't get to always experience those type of people because they're scared or they're fearful or they don't, they, they become aggressive because of societal standards. So, you know, but that's a whole nother topic. But anyway, so, um, just knowing that, you know, I, I don't have no problem with anybody really. And just starting my journey, it just started to open up all those things like, you know, what if it was different? Because, you know, once you figure out that everyone is you projected out, once you figure out that everyone is you, you start to understand that it's more to the the way people act or the way people have treated you. It's more to it than just the oh, they're an asshole or they are, they're stupid or they some dumbass motherfuckers, stuff like that. It's different because once you start to realize that everybody is you pushed out, you start to really see that that is exactly what's going on. What is mirroring that energy? What what energies and what frequencies are you sending out for that person to be sending those back to you? And for me, that's something I had to figure out because... Regardless of whatever it is, the songs that would come up that would still remind me of him. You know, the um, the topics that I would talk about and he would flash in my head. And just the fact that he was still in the same city, if not still in the same city today, it's like just knowing that, especially at that moment, just knowing what it was. Like, so you start to say like, you know, and being that, you know, one day... While living with my best friend, um, we lived in a part of the town where, you know, it was more high class type of thing. And, you know, just I would be driving to work and or on my break, I'd be driving back because I lived 10 minutes from my house to from work. And, you know, I would just drive back home on my lunch break and things like that. And then, you know, one day, like while being on my journey, spiritual journey, you know, I was just driving and. Suddenly, I see him there working. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I know that's him, but, you know, I I just say, okay, wow, what the fuck? But, you know, once I dove into tarot cards and things like that, they was like, you know, some somebody from your past is, you know, um, some unresolved things from your past that needs to be... Um, reopened and need to be discussed and need to be talked about and things like that. So I'm like, okay, maybe that's what it is because I know that, that he was a pivotal part of a lot of relationship-based traumas and triggers because of the treatment and because of the fear of rejection that I held within myself and the insecurities that I held. So... You know, I was just like, okay, so let me reopen this. Let me revisit this shit. And I revisited it. And it just became so crazy because once I started opening up that chapter again within myself internally, like writing in my journal about it and trying to figure out like, why was it that I felt this way? Or why was it that he felt this way? Or 
why was this and this, that, and that, it became, it became some big thing. And, you know, I started seeing him more frequently. So it was almost like manifesting him into my reality. I started to see him frequently and frequently and frequently, literally like a frequency. And it was like, what the fuck? Like, and, you know, I started to dream about him. And, you know, spiritually speaking, dreams are messages and not messages from them per se, but it could be, but not to say that's what it was. I'm just saying I just started having dreams about him and I started seeing him more in the reality, in my reality, and more things started to be synchronicities where it would be like a song that I used to sing specifically thinking about him when I was young started to just appear back up into my reality like what the fuck or I wake up with a song pop in my head and it's like damn and you know so I started to reopen that chapter and I was like you know what yeah like I'm gonna reopen the chapter I want to know like I want to have that conversation like at least for if nothing more just so I can understand it better I want to have the conversation with him I want to be able to openly talk to him and to tell him what it was so it can be like some type of understand or equal bounds or equal ground so that I felt like it was a type of closure for me. Even though understanding you don't have to have closure from anybody, you have to find closure within yourself. I still was like, you know, I just want to see. And, and I reached out. You know, and, you know, nothing. Um, Then I remembered, of course, he was blocked on Facebook. Of course, still. <laughs> From the past. And he was still blocked. So I was like, okay, that's that's not going to work. And so I was like, you know, his 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 sister-in-law um started to follow me on Instagram. So, you know, I was reaching out to her, talking to her. But I was talking to her, like, because I knew her from high school as well. But... On another note, I was, like, trying to check in on him, you know, trying to open up the communication because, spiritually speaking, I was looking for a type of communication to have with him, like, some type of closure type of thing to have or at least understand, like, whatever did I do to make you be so aggressive or so angry? Like, what was it? What the fuck is it? And, you know, um, I asked her. I just eventually asked her, you know, like, whenever you see him, can you just tell him that I want to talk to him or whatever the case may be? And she was just like, okay, yeah, whatever. I'll see. And, you know, she never would respond back. She never responded back to me about that. And I was like, okay, so what the fuck is this? So I took that as, okay, What I guess it's not the time to do that. And so... That's what it was. And I left it alone. And then it just continued to, it continued to bother me. And that's definitely personal for why it was bothering me. It's definitely something that was internally as to why it was bothering me. Because I'm not saying like it's a secret from anybody. I'm just saying I was just feeling something inside of me that was like, this is bothering like why he won't have that conversation because at this point that's the part I didn't tell y'all this point I had messaged everyone 
Like it was a part of my journey where I opened up to people that I never said anything to from definitely people from my high school past or people from encounters in in my in my social life where I didn't even tell that I had that I liked them or that I never opened up because I was exploring my throat chakra and I was I was being vulnerable. I was channeling my fem- feminine energy and I was being vulnerable. I was opening up, being emotionally vulnerable and expressing myself to different people. And you know, everybody accepted it well. Not to say that it was like getting relationships out of it or seeking anything from it. It was just a part of closure, a part of the chapters closing, part of the doors closing, and part of moving on, a part of accepting what was as what it is. And, you know, I was like, he was the only one that was left that I didn't tell. So I was like, okay, let me tell. Let me let me say this. Like, let me at least reach out to him. And, you know, that didn't work because that's what I was doing via his sister-in-law. But it didn't work. So I said, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to... I'm going to um, reach out. Like, I unblocked him on Facebook and things like that. And this was a little bit, a couple of months ago. Like, I waited a minute in between doing it. But this is a couple of months ago where I was, like, really changing up everything. Like, my life is constantly, even still now, it's like I'm learning new things. I'm healing in different ways. I'm seeing different um, perspectives and aspects of life. And, you know, I've healed a lot. And, you know, I've changed a lot from what I used to. And my thought patterns are different. And, you know, I was just like, this is still a piece of a puzzle that I'm missing. So, that I feel like I'm missing. So, I'm going to reach out personally. So, I messaged him on Facebook Messenger. Left a long-ass paragraph-type message you know, just explaining what it was, but it was more in a, a sense of, you know, closing the chapter, moving on with life, you know, saying, you know what, it is what it is. Um, I don't know what I ever done. Like, I don't remember what it was verbatim, but I know that it was because I deleted it, but it was because I was just letting him know, like, I don't know what it is that I ever done to you to make you upset or make you angry, but... I just wanted you to know that this is how I felt about you. All these years, all this accumulated time, I felt this way about you. I'm not saying you felt the same way about me, but I just want you to know so that I'm opening myself up, being vulnerable, letting you know how I felt about you, being that open book and being in that vulnerable state. I sent it. And, you know, the on Facebook, the check didn't... Um, the little sent button didn't fully do because I think because when I blocked him or we became unfriends and, you know, I think it was like a message request. So, of course, it wouldn't do it until he opened the message or until he accepted the message or whatever. So, you know what? I was like, okay, fuck it, whatever. But I was like, as long as I said my piece, I was moving on, you know? And I said my piece and, you know, I... Went on about my business, my daily tasks, and it was whatever, whatever. And I think that was in August. Okay, so August of this year. <laughs> like, so, and you know, I went on about my business. It was whatever. Like, now I've moved on. I have 
a new job. I'm I'm doing well for myself. You know, I'm still very much independent in my my own life. Like I'm I handle everything for myself. I'm take care of myself. I'm responsible for myself. Artists and all that. So it's not like I'm looking for any type of thing like that. I was just literally moving in the way that I felt called to move. And, you know, I heard nothing back. So, you know, I went on and I went on about my business. It was days where I even forgot that I even sent that. Because, you know, as time goes on, you start to forget. So it's like, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, And then, you know, I just went in and I was just like, okay, you know, where you can see where you had did and where you had sent the message. You know, it just sat there. And it was like a a constant reminder that I sent the message. So I I deleted the thread or whatever. And um yeah. And you know, I just went on about my business. And you know, I was um Oh, okay, and then fast forward it, I went into a day where I was going through my search and I seen that his name was still in my search bar history. And you know, being curious, me. I'm not gonna lie about it. I'm gonna open up. I'm open about it. I clicked on his name because I seen that his profile picture had changed via the search thing, and I was like, "Well, that means he obviously read the message because the profile picture changed." And you, know, when I clicked on it, I seen that I was blocked on Facebook. Oh, how the. <laughs> Cars have reversed. Uno reverse, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he he didn't block me now. Okay. Okay. It's a it's a um it's a payback. It's a it's uh how you like me now type of thing. So, you know, I'm guessing I'm not saying that was the energy, but you know, that's just what it was. And I was like, oh, okay, wow. Um and you know, I just took it like, okay, well, you know, that's Sometimes silence speaks louder than words. And, you know, um, the silence in itself is a response. Sometimes you have to realize that, unfortunately, you know, some people don't have the capacity to actively speak on the things that they feel. They don't have the words to express how they actively feel, and they can't at least say it to that person. So, you know, they just move on. Because, you know, I didn't come with any negative energy. I didn't come with anything like that. I even said that in there and come think about it. I told him, I'm on my spiritual journey. I told him I wasn't coming with no negative energy. I wasn't coming with that type of hoorah, hoorah, bicker back and forth. That's not me. That's not what I was on. That's not what I'm on. I'm not trying to argue with anyone. I'm not trying to fight back and forth with anyone. I'm not trying to get any type of negative attention from anyone. I'm not caring about that. I was just doing what I said I was doing. And, you know, just seeing that response, it really was like, it was a trigger before. You know, that fear of rejection that I talked about in the beginning. It was scary. But to see that constantly the rejection that it was kept on giving and each little dose of rejection just began to finally be a Sam Smith too good at goodbyes type of energy. 
it literally became every time you say that, the less that it hurts, the less that it feels. So now it was at that point when I seen that I was blocked, it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was literally like a laugh, like, oh, okay, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, I took it as, you know, let bygones be bygones. And, you know, um, and I still take it like that to this day because, I mean, I have to take it for face value. And unfortunately, as much as I cared for him, I still do. And I'm not saying that, you know, that's something that I'm actively pursuing or actively doing that. No, but I don't, when I care for people, I don't stop caring for them. That's something that I don't do. I don't wish bad upon people. And, you know, just because they didn't see my perspective the way that I want them to see it, I still don't wish anything wrong or harmful to them. Like, I wish him nothing but the best. I hope he's very successful. I hope he does find what he wants. Um, I hope he's happy with life. And I'm, I hope life continues to give him abundance. Because honestly, like I said, everyone is you pushed out. So if I'm wishing him harm, then I'm wishing myself that. And honestly, that's not what I'm doing. So nothing but the best. Even though I felt like, and that's my perspective, even though I felt like there should have been some type of communication, some type of reciprocal um, response that's not the case all the time and people aren't going to always give you that just because you feel like that's what you need and I mean you know and yeah so that is a lot it was a mouthful it was it, it it's almost a fucking hour of talking about this story. And, you know, there's, you know, and there's, I don't know if the story's at a uh, end or if the story's just a part of the story and there's more to this story. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just talking up to the present day. This is where we're at present day. And this is where I'm at. I'm still healing. I'm still on my journey. I'm still figuring things out for myself. And, you know. I'm still enjoying my every experience. You know, I'm grateful and I'm very gracious and that I got to experience what it was. And, you know, for the people I did experience, I'm very grateful for them. And, you know, that's just as a part of like the opening story time for you, for you guys just coming back into this, like open up back fresh, um, First episode, you know, giving y'all a little something to be ready for. Because, you know, the stories get only better. But I just wanted, I feel like this one was just appropriate for, like, the first episode. But, yes. But, um, I will definitely talk to you guys on the next episode. It's been real. And stay tuned. That's all I can say. All right? So, <laughs> as you already know, bye, bitch. <laughs>